Hello, wonderful people, wonderful person. Welcome to Prepare for Power, New Moon Ignition. I like to say this, what does it mean to you to prepare for power, to prepare for ability, to prepare for capability, to prepare for the ability to move yourself in time and space and to move objects in time and space to serve what you deeply need, what you want, what you long for. A new moon is a time that is supported by this vast, amazing creation that we forget about so often. It is so easy to get in the, lost in the details of driving or feeding ourselves or working or relationships or what's going on in the world or our cell phones or the news or clothing ourselves or what who said what. It is so easy to get a myopic view of these details and try to operate within them and try to do something from within them. That is a recipe for suffering. You know, that definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. We humans, because we so like to do things the way we've always done them, nostalgia and antiquity and all that kind of stuff, we miss out on the joy of adventure. The universe is a great adventure. Whatever created the Big Bang, however you know the greater, God, Jesus, Buddha, Baba, science, nature, love, Allah, God is divine, spirit, higher self, higher power. However you know something greater than yourself, when you see the perspective of the universe, of the multiverses, of the creation, of the galaxies, there's the James Webb telescope right now is showing images that we humans have never seen before, and they're spectacular. We had an event with the Galactic Council of Women, All Genders Welcome, which is also the Prosper Plus Premium um, a facet of our app. And what we were doing with that was doing a great personal mission activation. And what I was doing was showing live stream coming straight from the James Webb Telescope. The images are incredible. They are gorgeous, they are stunning, they are inspiring. They are light and they are dark. And they are light and dark without human judgment. I don't see any, I don't see any inkling of in the great stratospheres. I don't think you think that's the right word. I think that's more in our human thing. But in the great far reaches of the galaxy, I don't see any uh, any energy of a star saying to a dark spot, oh, you, you suck. Or a dark spot saying, I'm going to consume you, star, now. I think they just shine and they work together without judgment. And when you can expand into the perspective, the perspective of the cosmos, in Greek, that means order and harmony, into the great cosmos, it puts our life into perspective. And we realize it is very difficult to have a perspective of the greater creation and not be infused with more power, more ability, more knowing that you are part of something magnificent and you are magnificent yourself. And a new moon is an incredible time that our solar system gives us every month. I got a hair somewhere here that's going crazy. I'm just gonna do that so I keep doing it. I wanted to make my hair look like um, Leo the Lionhearted because it's a new moon in Leo, Roar the Leo the Lion. Um, so this new moon offers a time every month when a woman can ovulate and get ready to conceive new life, that we can have a dark sky because the moon is not to be seen because it's hidden behind. I never remember. You think I would remember that? I never remembered 
like it took me so long to say cinnamon. It was always cinnamon and um, certain people's birthdays. I just don't know whether they're on the 18th or the 24th. I say a synapse fired wrong and I haven't yet fixed that synapse. So I never can remember. Oh, God bless me. Why it is that where the sun and the moon and the earth are in alignment. So if I think about it, see, I can't. It won't go there. But what I know is the moon is not reflecting the light of the sun and the stars are bright. If you want to see stars, get a telescope on a new moon and just look in. And if you want to receive that light that is really billions of years old, I believe this is, I'm remembering this right, that what's coming from the James Webb telescope is 46 billion years old. I mean, could that be true? Is that amazing? How do you even fathom 46 billion years? Or infinity. Did you ever do that as a, as a child? Like I remember when we were learning the concept of infinity and we were pretty young. I mean, I was in a Catholic school in Chalfont, um, Pennsylvania. And I think I was in second grade and I think it was my math teacher who was a nun. And I kept trying to understand how infinity was contained. <laughs> but you don't contain infinity. I still can't get it. Um, but I can feel it and I can access it and I can know it and I can create with it and I can be amazed with it. And you can be in wonder and awe of what you can create when we let go of our small self notion, our small territories, our small boundaries, the same belief systems that we've always had that are based on other belief systems that now what's happening with us astrologically and globally, those limiting beliefs, we just need to grow up. I mean, when you're little, you think things that you need to grow up about. We as a whole are growing up, whether we like it or not, but we can, I, I always say, I am such an advocate for lessening and dissolving unnecessary suffering. There is suffering that we just do to ourselves that we don't have to do. We don't have to play it by ourselves. We can merge with something greater. We can access and allow. We have free will here in this human form. We have the ability to say yes or to say no to the support that's rushing forth for us. And this new moon in Leo, Leo is a fire sign. So it is fiery energy. It's transformation energy. You know what a fire can do like that to just whoosh. And this Leo is a fixed fire sign, which it's really dug in. It's like Leo is just like, whoosh, here I am. And it's a big expressive sign too, like Leo. Rah, I'm here. I'm the king. Um, I'm the queen. Notice me. And also there is a great regality about that Leo. I always think Leo the Lionhearted, you know, that Leo in, in that kind of energy that comes from the heart. Leo, when not connected with the heart, will run amok. The ego, oh, the ego, the affirmation of separateness. It will just be like an egomaniac with an inferiority complex. I mean, it is just something when Leo energy isn't being fueled, isn't coming into the magnificence from the magnificence of the pure heart, the pure love, the pure perspective of something greater. When it comes from the myopic, look how great I am, or, or the comparing and contrasting to someone else, I'm better than them, I'm worse than them, you're better than them, you're worse than them. All The ego is always comparing, always trying to find where it ranks. And Leo being like the, the king, the queen, the empress, the emperor, that big expressive energy, when not coming from the energy of the soul 
of the infinite heart and not even having any idea what that means and having practices that bring you to that, there will be great flash in your personality. And everyone's got Leo, by the way, we've got every bit of this. And right now humanity is immersed in this fire sign. This new moon in Leo is, is bringing out the Leo in all of us. And if we are shining from a place of having to prove our worth or to, to prove to someone else that we're better or to prove that they're bad. And I get it. Humans do it. We fall prey to that because we don't know ourselves. And if we aren't at this time devoting ourselves to knowing what our real self is and what our real self is, is hidden by our shadow. There's a term in Jungian psychology called shadow work. That is um, one of the many different ways of representing taking a look at within. In recovery work, step four is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. I mean, really looking in. And step five is admitted to ourselves and to another the exact nature of our wrongs. And then six, we're entirely ready to have God, however we know God, remove those defects of our character, which is really what causes us unnecessary suffering. And then step seven, humbly asking God to remove those defects. That, that is emerging. That is not an outside in um, rescuing savior complex thing. It is, it is really the humility of merging with the greater within and around you. It's known in so many ways as doing your lower self work. In therapy, it's taking a look at ourselves and our patterns and how we get ourselves in these patterns um, whether they be of depression or rage or um, compulsive action or using substance or whatever it might be. So when we're now in this phase of Leo and Leo is designed to shine, if we have our shadow and we're not looking through our shadow, we will transfer this energy and it will not create what we long for and it will boomerang back on us. And the great news, wonderful person, wonderful people, is that we have support in this very moment. Take a deep breath, a 360 degree breath, taking it in through your nose and down into your body and letting prana ride on the oxygen molecules that are touching every bit of your body. Not just going in and out of your nose. Let your tongue rest on the roof of your mouth behind your teeth so there's a complete circuit going on. Let your feet be flat on the floor if you're not cross-legged. Let your hands be up and let your palms, those vortexes of energy that you know, because when you touch yourself or someone else, you feel that power of love. Let it be receptive and your fingers let like antennae. And if you feel so called to close your eyes and let your eyes, it with your inward eyes gaze going to your Ajna or the chakra center right between your eyebrows. And just breathe into your magnificence and your courage, the lion, the courage of the lion to look at yourself, look at your shadow, those things that make you feel better or worse than, that make you run from yourself or dive deep so in to yourself like Narcissus that you lose yourself. And just take some breaths into the eternal now the generous present moment as Joe Dispenza calls it, the eternal now as Baba calls it, the now as Eckhart Tolle calls it, the present. I mean, they do not own these terms. This is that space. And just let go. Let go of things right now. Let go of your name. Let go of your gender. 
or any gender assignment. Let go of your ethnicity, your race, your spiritual path, where you live. Just let go and just breathe into a pure space of light. You as a as an emanation of pure light, radiant, 360 degrees sphere of pulsating, vibrating aliveness. And as you do this, you are preparing your, your cells of your body, your organs and your organ systems, the energy centers, the meridians, the chakras, the auric field or the energetic magnetic field that radiates and has layers from outside of your body that are very measurable by science and those that have clairvoyant sight. You are preparing this space to receive in the very moment, whether you're receiving this in the recorded eternal now or the present now. You are receiving what you need to be able to tolerate, access and use and direct the power of your compassionate, unconditional, loving heart of the prosperity, the flourishing, the growing, the strength that comes from your courage to look into the face of the shadow with light, with awareness, with ownership and Take it in to be dissolved in the light. All we need to do is face our shadow and shine the light for it to dissolve. And it does take courage and it takes dignity and it takes dissolving the artificial pride that comes from I'm the best or I'm the worst. Or you're the best and now you're the worst. Ah, oh, feeling that compassion that courage of the lion. And then I'm going to invite you to contemplate some of what's going on in the celestial bodies right now. Jupiter and Aries are trining with Leo. So that's a, 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 a three in a triangle. And what that means is they're all amplifying each other. Jupiter itself is the planet of expansion. Aries is the planet of going for it, of cardinal movement, whoosh, fire. And supporting Leo in the magnificent expression of yourself. This is the time to go for it, to go big for your heart's longings. To create something, to go for what you've always imagined, to take risks in the name of love, of harmony, of health, of prosperity, to let go of the limitations and the same old, same old patterns that might be comfortable, but they're comfortable like someone saying stuck in a, in a home because of their fear of the outside. It's a time to let go of the fear of the other and see the other as one, as ourselves. And I invite you to take a deep breath and you can keep your eyes closed or you can open them if you want to take in your environment. I want to share a teaching around archetypes that is so relevant to this new moon and that will help you. It is, is my intention for you to serve you to be able to have more clarity about how your shadow might get in the way of your magnificence, 
your magnificent roaring brightness, your magnificent expression of who and what you are and your ability to prosper plus, and the plus is always more joy and service to others. So Carolyn Mace is this wonderful in medical intuitive, a prolific writer, a wonderful speaker, and um, she goes all over the world and she's written many books. I, I have two of them that are always kind of circulating somewhere in my consciousness. One is called Sacred Contracts and the other one is called Anatomy of the Spirit. And I believe it's an Anatomy of the Spirit, could be in Sacred Contracts, I can't remember now. They're, they were written a couple decades ago, I believe. They're still crazy, amazing, great. But she talks about archetypes. Uh, many people do. Joseph Campbell talks about archetypes. I mean, archetypes Archetypes are just a kind of identity or a role that we get to play, like an actor in a stage of production. So we could play the role of the teacher. That's an archetype. We could play the role of a student. It's an archetype. We could play the role of an emperor. That's an archetype. We could play the role of a slave. That's an archetype. And there are many different archetypes. Mother and father are classic. But Carolyn Mace talks about, and her last name is spelled M-Y-S-S, but it's pronounced Mace, which I think is fun. Um, she talks about four major archetypes. About 10 years ago, I added a fifth of the archetypes that everyone has. So I'll talk about those four and then add in the fifth because it's very relevant to the new moon in Leo. The first is the child. Everyone has the archetype of the child. We all were children. We have that archetype and each archetype has a light side and a shadow side. So the light side is gonna bring us more expansion and the shadow side is just gonna simmer that expansion down. And it's not gonna be as clear and enjoyable and vibrant and healthy. It's just gonna be just what a shadow implies. It's a, a mere replica of the, of the real thing. And so the, the child in the shadow is more helpless, like doesn't take um, their adulthood into their ability to grow into their adulthood. Doesn't the child just says, I can't do those things. I, I can't do those things. Other people too. It makes me too squeamish or I'm too afraid or I get too nervous or, or you're better at it. You do it. I need someone to do it for me. That's the shadow of the child. And I certainly know and have some of that shadow. A lot of women have that shadow, by the way, all human beings, I think, to a certain extent, but a lot of women have that shadow with managing and growing money that we can't do it and someone else will do it. And usually in the classic society, the male will do it. And there's whole lots of reasons for that. But it would be, since we all have masculine and feminine in us, it would be where the feminine energy is not then taking advantage of its strength. And so the child then might not feel really comfortable handling finances or feeling powerful with money. Now that's the shadow of the child. Think for a moment what the child is in the light and how the child can serve you. And I'll just suggest some things. This is not an exhaustive list by any means, but the child in the light is curious, is playful, forgets, easily distracted from that tower falling down to the, the new thing they want to play with. They seek out other kids to play with. There's a great innocence and curiosity and a willingness to collaborate and to imagine. My mission as part of the Galactic Council and now Prosper Plus and why I call my, my entrepreneurial LLC, Limited Liability Corporation, 
or company, I can't remember which one it is, the Galactic Council of all, of the Galactic Council of Women, all genders welcome. And why I have given myself the archetype, new archetype, I mean, Empress is around, but I don't think there's ever been an Empress of infinite supply and radiant love because that's my child in the light. That's me then saying, I'm not going to be limited by shame and I'm going to take that curiosity. And I'm going to say, I want the world to be a better place. I want us to imagine with joy and play and fun, a new age, I'll do it. I won't just wait for someone else to do it. I'll do it. And I'll join others. I'm, I'm members of countless, amazing, imaginative, um, forward moving, momentum, creative service groups, true service to universal love, harmony, prosperity plus. So that's a child. This is probably going to be a longer new moon ignition, but in the eternal now, it's always just fresh. The second one is the victim. Now we know that. I think it was BJ Thomas that sang, hey, won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song? I mean, I, I, I do like that song. And I want to tell you what, I haven't been able to sing on my live strings, strings, <laughs> super string theory of the universe and my live streams recently since i had covid which since which i say covid's all the rage everybody's get into it um on june 5th and this is being recorded on july 28th the new moon by the way is 1 55 p.m eastern time so um, i'm approaching that energy now we're approaching that crescendo energy when there's that maximum power for us to highlight what we long for so the universe can bring it to fruition as the moon comes full so I'm going to go back to the victim. So the victim, so I couldn't sing because of all the coughing. And I'm very happy to be able to be getting my voice back because I love singing. That's part of my line. I tried to curl my hair so it would go out, but I tell you, I get these hot flashes and it's like living in a tropical environment every five minutes. So it kind of goes down, but I kind of like it. Um, so the victim in the shadow is just continually smoking the pipe of how bad things are and how bad people are to them. They just can't get out of that story about being wronged by someone else. And what happens is, is when the victim is in the shadow, it becomes victim consciousness, which means we base our way of thinking around those, I, I call it searching for occasions to be offended and then telling about it and conversing with others about it. And it's so seductive and there is a camaraderie in it and it feels like we belong when we do it. And I get it, but it just doesn't move us forward. We victim, that's in the shadow where it keeps us stuck. And by the way, energetically, we just call more to ourselves. And that is not to mean that anyone that's had um, a crime committed to, against them and had it happen again, called it to them and shouldn't, you know, be, should be judged for that. There's things that have to happen in the detailed level of this society to help take care of that kind of victim, villain or aggressor victim um, actions. But what I'm saying is from an energetic level, we can do something about what has happened to us to move, to create an energetic field that radiates so much that that darkness goes away. I mean, you've heard those stories of, of someone is going to be mugged and someone turns them with great genius. There's ways to do it. I remember hearing this one where someone says to the person, oh my goodness, how's your mom doing? Tell her I said hi. 
and the person runs away because they're afraid that they really know their mother. Of course, it's gambling that a they like their mother, their mother's alive, all that kind of stuff. Or someone that just turns and confronts and roars louder and kind of freaks out the person. I'm not re recommending these things. I've just heard these things. But that's um, coming out of victim. And victim, however, it's harder to see. We think that the, the, the shadow side transforms into the light by going to the opposite. That victim then goes to you know the superior one or the strong one. But it's not. It's the same flavor, but in the light. What would the same flavor of the victim be in the light? I'll, I'll share with you what I know that to be is someone who gets hurt. Someone who's tender and who feels. I have such a tenderness to feel. I think it's kind of a flaw too, and I'm working on it not to take on other people's sufferings or words or actions or judgments or whatever it is. But that ability to feel hurt, like, oh, I had my heart open and longing and doing this and, and just, you know, something happened that was so harsh and um, so not in accordance with how I expected things to go that I'm just hurt. But that hurt will become a harm when we start thinking about it. And we start stewing over it. We start proving you. You know that you're in you're in the shadow side of the victim when you're talking to yourself in your head to the other person, or or just doing a monologue about why they're wrong and why you're hurt so bad. I get it. <laughs> I do it at times, but oh, it is suffering. And then I miss the light side of the victim that feels that hurt and then says that I want to devote myself out of self-love to finding out how I consciously or unconsciously got myself in a situation that would hurt me so much. And can I, assuming that the other person was in the wrong and who knows that, I want to be part of the solution to how people can get so hurt and separate and can how they can hurt each other and how things can go awry so violently and instantly or, or over long periods of time. That's the victim in the light. And then there's the saboteur. The saboteur, it's probably easier to say in the shadow. The saboteur destroys the good things. Have you ever heard that? Like, you know, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop when they're, you're feeling happy and you're just expecting it to go away. There's a long spiritual psychological reason for that called the vicious circle of immature love, which I'm not going to get into because I'm already talking a lot. I will say your mind doesn't have to understand all of this, but I know that I'm a conduit for so much um, truth energy right now that I have the great gift to be a conduit for. Just let it permeate and let it come into your system and let it do its job. Allow it without working hard. So getting back to the saboteur. The saboteur sabotages. I know I've done that to myself. You know, I've, I'm doing really well with something. And then I start, um, I, I can say it, this is how I sabotage myself. Doing really well, eating really healthy, feeling really good, doing yoga, doing my breaths. And then I, which I, I do a Tibetan breath, um, um, very beautiful healing every day. And then I stop doing it for a few days or others, or I make something more important than that. And then I start eating more crappy and then I start feeling bad. But here's where the real saboteur is. It's not really doing that. It's then the words to, that I start saying, oh, Cindy, now you've screwed up and now you're going to be so far behind the eight ball. And now you're not beautiful or healthy or lovable. And now, I mean, it is 
That is the sabotage. It's not the acts of being human. It's that tape that plays. So we tend to then have these, when we don't know how to sustain happiness, which will blow your gaskets if you are not doing your shadow work and if you're not aligned with the greater within you and around you, and you don't know how to be in the relationship of lover and beloved with that greater, it is so hard to sustain happiness. You get into an idealized phase, it, it seems so great, and then it's so awful. So what happens then with the saboteur is that we just sabotage sometimes the greatest thing we, we think we could ever have. But the saboteur and the light, by the way, is big energy right now on the planet and will be for quite a while. The saboteur and the light is willing to take down the old things that do not work, even though it's going to be messy and we can't quite see where we're going is willing to take down systems, is willing to say, oh, that building's broken and we could do such a better job. That thought construct, that way of being and that saboteur energy, we need that. We need the light of the saboteur to be able to feel the strength of that archetype as we go through into the transformation into a new age. But right now, boy, is the pus and the infection bubbled up all over but we're healing it from the ground level. That's oh, that's always my my shtick here on this planet is, okay, I see all these details. I'm gonna heal it from the originating cause. I'm gonna to go to the originating cause for myself and for the world. And um, there are people that are gonna take care of the details and I'm gonna be a source of supporting them to take care of those details. Okay, fourth archetype is the prostitute. The prostitute in the shadow side sells their soul to get what they want. Um, you know, I'm not saying I, I, oh my God, there's this movie called um, Goodbye to You, Leo Grand with Emma Thompson. And God, I wish that I remember this young man's name. The, I mean, one of the most beautiful young men I've ever seen. And it's really just basically the two of them, the whole movie. And he in this movie is a sex worker and she is an older woman, um, is a widow that came from a very, I mean, dried up sexual um, sexless marriage or sex light or sex dark marriage and wants to have healing around that. It's one of the most profound things. I think they both should get Academy Award nominations and the movie should get an Academy Award because women coming into their pleasure and owning their body as a vehicle for pleasure and life and creativity is what is needed. We all need that to move into the new age. Even the a whole, the cooked up stuff with Roe versus Wade. I mean, opinion, whatever it might be, I mean, vehemently right and wrong, whatever it might be, the originating, one of the originating causes, I think of that whole issue as a woman not knowing the pleasure current of her body and how to moderate that and how to take care of herself. And men don't know how to honor that as well with it. I mean, we're in a day and age that is still, there are so many men that don't want to wear a condom because it's less pleasurable for them and women that succumb to that. And um, I get it, but still owning our pleasure. So anyhow, the prostitute then is, um, so I'm not saying there's a lot of light coming with the, the sex worker stuff, but really gives up what they really know they long for to get what they want, the instant gratification. Um, that thing that feels so good and shiny in the moment, but you're really selling your core values to stay in it. Codependents do that all the time, especially in relationships with people with, addiction. And I mean, all these, all addiction is a universal disease and a family disease. I mean, it's, there's no, there's no right or wrong or better or worse, but that, that I'm going to um, survive and get 
the attention that I want or get the not negative attention I want and, and deny my core values, whatever it might be, taking care of myself, um, saying no or saying yes. That's the prostitute in the, in the shadow side. And just for a moment, breathe into what's the prostitute in the light? I think this is hard business to kind of know. I'll share with you my perspective. The prostitute in the light gives up what he, she, they want from a smaller self place to serve their soul. So it's the giving up of something to get something much deeper. And that I think can be service in a nutshell. Like what true service is, is giving up our, I want it my way and I want it my way now. And it's just a greater perspective of I'm part of something greater. I don't have to deny my needs, but I can know that my needs are also part of everyone and everything and then serve my longing. Our longings are always for union with the oneness and those attributes of compassion, forgiveness, strength, faith, trust, harmony, prosperity, joy. I mean, all of those attributes are our longings. So when we serve that from the place of oneness, we can give up maybe some sleep that night. My oldest daughter was sick last week with a, I don't know exactly what it was, but she was up all night. And I sat on the floor of the bathroom with her for most of that night and was awake even when I was laying down. So what did I want in that place? I mean, it probably wanted, Cindy wanted to sleep, but what I needed and what I longed for was to serve the well-being of someone who's suffering. And now why you have gotten this great big <laughs> teaching, the sermon about archetypes is the one that I added in and why can't I add it in? Carolyn Mace can say that I can add, you can. I mean, all knowledge. We think that all of these, um, all these old practices are so um, sacrosanct that they came mysteriously and we have to always pay homage to them. But everything, God is both latent, which is not manifested, and manifesting. There's always coming through us. So here's some wisdom coming through Cindy Lewis. There's a fifth universal archetype and it's the narcissist. And the narcissist in the shadow can only see himself or herself or themselves. It's just so consumed with their own being that they don't notice anyone else. They hurt other people. They're not aware. They, they think that they're so beautiful and wonderful, but they're not, they're not looking at their shadow. They can't even see their shadow as the story of Narcissus looking at the reflection in the water, which eventually kills him, falling in and drowning. I think that's how the story goes. And so in the shadow side, it is such a tricky business to think we're so wonderful and right and not to be able to see the whole, to see others as part of us. You know, that's a, a line um, from the Bible, that which you do unto another, you do unto me, Jesus singing that. When I was at St. Jude's in Chalfont, which is in Pennsylvania, when I was a young person, my dad was in the choir and they, they were more of a upbeat guitar mess and I loved it. And I remember th that song. I don't remember exactly how it goes. That, I know this, this learn that you do unto me. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. Now enter into the 
home of, I don't know, it's my people, my father, my brother, quite lovely. Um, but that we are all affected by that. And then the, the narcissistic bubbles just bounce and hurt against each other. It, it, it's, it's no real collaboration of souls and like-minded spirits. So narcissism, that's the shadow side, is that delusion that you are so beautiful and wonderful and shouldn't everyone adore you. And if anyone says anything or whatever, you, you can't handle it or you get so consumed in your own self that you actually drown and can't breathe. Narcissism in the light. What do you think narcissism in the light is? I will share my perspective that narcissism in the light is the devotion to being self-aware, capital self, which means shadow side or lower self and higher self, whole self, the willing to see yourself in the mirror of another, in the mirror of a group, in the mirror of your own mirror, in the mirror of therapy, in the mirror of recovery, in the mirror of healership, in the mirror of camaraderie. That ability to look at your own self and to know what your needs are, what your core values are, to act in accordance with that, which automatically liberates others. There's a, a quote from Marianne Williamson that at the end, it, it starts with our deepest fear, but at the end it says, and, and when we do that, when we shine like we are supposed to, our presence automatically liberates others, gives them permission to do the same. And then the richness begins, then the unlimited prosperity, the solutions to the seeming problems of the world come and of your own life. And so that, that feeling so full of yourself and so knowing that you are a spark of all that is, that your essence is pure benevolence and love and light and dark are part of what you are and the willingness to look at the dark and have it be reflected to you so that you can grow into the light and have that Leo courage fixed fire. You can't take me off this kind of energy for that. Oh my goodness, the game changes. It is no longer a Tales from the Crypt or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or some sort of horrible thing. It then becomes the true joyful, comedy, drama, love story, challenges, yes, but overcoming them and triumphing that we so seek. And we will then start to entertain ourselves also with higher light stuff, feed ourselves with higher light stuff. We know what we need. We then look at the cells of our body. We're self-aware with what they want. We're self-aware of how to consume media, how to consume this, this little dopamine hit thing that we call our phone. We just come into a place of vibrating a live serenity. And that is what we're going to be moving in into a new age. That's what I'm building and part of a great community that's building. That's what I'm always inviting you to give yourself the take that risk and join. Get the Prosper Plus app for free and think about going premium. Think about joining the Galactic Council of Women and, and seeing how not only is it not scary and nefarious, it is the most easeful, joyful, um, prosperous, aligning yourself with what you long for. The people that have joined and continue to amplify this energy, which is, is, is now devoted to merging the heart of humanity with the soul of money to create a better for, world for all, What's happening in their personal lives is incredible.
And then how they're able to serve is incredible too. I mean, tripling of income, jobs of the dreams, getting pregnant at, a, at an age when it's not so likely, um, relationships changing, revitalization of health, facing challenges and moving through, even though it, when it seems dark with, with conviction and hope and, and doggedly with Leo fire energy, trying to align ourselves with the truth so we can get through our own valley of the shadow of death through the shadow. So Leo, we're going to go into the new moon ignition. Leo now trining Jupiter and Aries, giving us this whole great thing. There's also something that's happening right now. And I want to read it because I know I wouldn't remember it so much is that the North node is conjuncting Uranus and Taurus. Now I want to say my whole life, I said Uranus. I, I like Uranus, but now people are saying Uranus and I can't say Uranus without thinking Uranus. So and what's wrong with the anus? I mean, if the anus isn't working, it's just, I mean, it's a very miserable life. So the North Node is conjuncting with Uranus and Taurus. <laughs> I'm going to say Uranus now because I can't say it without laughing. And so, so this only happens one every once every 15 years and it will influence us for the next 15 years. So what that means is that the North Node amplifies something and Uranus is the planet, the energy that is of breakthroughs, of shakedowns, of shakeups, of innovation, of solutions to problems with new, crazy, imaginative thinking, of changing of finances and political structures and, and other old constructs. So North Node is amplifying that for the next 15 years. And it's in Taurus. I don't, I, this is what I know about Taurus. My moon is in Taurus. And, um, I, it is really about knowing the infinite abundance of this universe, the infinite supply of, of money, which is just what people agree as power. That is a truth. It is not a limited thing. It's, a, it's about nurturing ourselves. It's about food and nurturing. It's about sexuality and sensuality and pleasure and going for that, going for that from the level of the soul to join souls, to, to be able to feel to crowd out the unnecessary suffering with the pure pleasure of a vibrating, alive, sensual being, creative life force being. So we've got that. We got some little bit of work to do and that's what we're doing right now. Thank you for being with me because I know this is, this is a big one. There's a lot coming at you. So again, it's not coming at you, it's flowing to you attracting, allowing it to come to you, to rework your whole system in alignment with the deepest truths of your soul. So in this new moon energy, we're going to go into the five-step Prosper Plus Galactic Council Women, Cindy Luhu James system for maximizing the power of this moment in time. Number one, let go of that which holds us back. Let go of the resistance. Let go of the stories of the who did what to whom, how great or how much I suck. Let go of that. Let go of wanting things that you can't control. Let go of trying to control other people. Let go of trying to be able to master something that is really yours to surrender. Let go of clutter. Let go of trash. Let go of thought processes. Let go of the belief that you're old or you're too young or that your body's sick, let go of that, let go of diagnoses and let yourself bask in a new state, free and clear. The Etch-A-Sketch has been shaked, erase, erase, 
which I think is going to be the title of my autobiography, Erase Erase, the Cindy James transformation story or whatever it's going to be. And then let yourself, as you just let go, just let go, move into slide through the portal to step two, which is to imagine yourself living the life of your dreams in the healthiest, vibrant, most beautiful, youthful form. In a home that just reflects the magnificence of who and what you are. Of finances that are expanding in harmony with everyone and everything and allow you to meet your needs and enjoy your life plus serving others. That the communities and the families and the romantic love relationships and the children and the parent and child, all these relationships are just being elevated to one of real compassion, of seeing one another, of respect, of reverence, of willingness to grow, of being able to meet themselves and collaborate rather than to compete and annihilate or shun. Just imagine what it would be like for the world, the planet to be the elements being revitalized, the air, the water, the earth, the fire, the akasha, the ether, the energy. And give yourself the feeling of it. What would it be like right now if you had everything that you needed, that your deepest heart longing to feel one with the beloved, the infinite, was the ground of your being that supported you playing and growing and creating in this human form and mind, linking with others, all linking together, playing together, collaborating together, moving through conflict together into harmony, flourishing, well-being, And then sliding into the third step in this new moon ignition is to write down using the I am affirmation, like be still and know that I am from the Christian Bible, the I am living how it is you would want to live. You can write that on regular pen and paper. You can type it. You can use red and gold, red paper and gold marker, yellow paper and red which are manifestation or materialization colors in the pranic alien lineage that I follow, or you can write it in the air, taking it from the mental plane and bringing it here. And this, you can do that now, or you can imagine it. I'm going to say it lower. I'm going to say some of mine to, to allow this to infuse this, this broadcast and this emanation, this worldwide emanation that's happening at this moment. It's just bigger than us people. It's just bigger than us, our ability to affect and serve and uplift. I am a planetary force for truth, love, harmony, vibrant health and prosperity plus. I am living life in full alignment with my soul's guidance and purpose. I long, 
I am in longing for one thing, union with oneness, the beloved. I am prospering without any harm to myself or others. I am a vehicle for the release of divine life. I am instrumental in bringing the kingdom of heaven on earth. I am grateful. I am happy. I am in love with my life and all life. And now, dear wonderful person, slide into the fourth in this four, this five step, the five keys to maximizing the power of the new moon. Allow the greater and the forces of the heavens and the earth and how you know the infinite to flood in, pour in, rush in with divine genius, divine intelligence, divine power, divine knowledge, divine bliss, divine compassion to help and serve that aligning your intentions, your affirmations. Just allow it to happen. You're saying, yes, I allow this. I am delighted to be delighted by how the universe shows up. I'm delighted to how I'm inspired as these energies work their seeming magic, but it's really just the science of spirituality or the cosmic truth. And also always feeling that gratitude and happiness and allowing, it's this wonderful thing. I heard this, this quote once that, you know, however you know the God, but God doesn't always give us what we want because God knows we deserve much better. So it's perhaps what you were wanting wasn't really what your higher self had in store for you. It was great. Oh, but you've come here for the, the love of your dreams, the prosperity of your dreams, the service of your dreams the joy of your dreams, the camaraderie of your dreams, the, the world transformation of your dreams, so much more. So it's having your intentions and let the universe give you even more. And then sliding into, oh, my scarf is with me, I like it. The fifth in these five keys, these five steps to ah, fully immersing yourself in the power of the new moon, especially this new moon, July 28th, 2021, 2022. Oh, I just went back a little bit. Let's not go back. Let's just keep going forward. 2022, we're five minutes away in this eternal now of the, um, the new moon coming to its um, pinnacle point is to have fun and enjoy the process. Oh, dear, wonderful person. It's not to go into denial. Denial is just really is a disease that, um, you know, screws us up the patootie all over the planet, just denying what is real. So it's not denial to have fun, to have joy, but it really is to immerse yourself in the lighthearted spirit of the connection of every soul on this planet, the deepest nature of the soul, not the ego wants or the ego 
problems or their ego um, assaults or the ego crashing, you know, the force and collapse mentality. It's not that. It's about really going for looking, searching for occasions to be delighted and sharing that. That's what we need to crowd out how easy it is to share that what's wrong and proving what's wrong with someone else, with a system, with what someone did to you or said to you. It's so much better to search for occasions to be delighted and share that. I will share, I was so delighted. My, my dad and my stepmom, Becky, were in for a couple weeks before the, uh, you know, the you know what event that was not too curved because you know who, all that kind of stuff. And they went out shopping to one of my favorite stores in this little town. It's called the Wayward Gardener um, on the, by the sea. It's just beautiful. And my dad picked out a shirt for me. Now, when we were growing up, we went fisticuffs over this kind of stuff, him picking out my clothes, especially at 16 years old. I remember going Easter Sunday to the, the mall near Fairport, New York. I can't remember what the name of that mall was. I think it begins with an E. But go into that mall and go into the sewer called ups and downs. And I wanted to get a floral dress for Easter. And he wanted me to get black pants and a black tank top with this little like shimp, like this thin thing that did have some flowers on that went on top. And I'm like, I don't want to wear black to Easter Sunday mass. And I mean, God bless my dad. We did, we did win fisticuffs. And now we don't go fisticuffs. We just go like caress to caress. It's just such a beautiful thing. Anything is possible. Wonderful people. I mean, because I remember my senior year, we didn't talk to for four months. My mom, had a, a nervous breakdown, like crying, screaming in the kitchen. Dad, Dad, Dad. I can so totally get that because it was the clash of the Titans. Talk about my dad is Aries, which is fire sign. I'm Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. I'm mutable. I think he's, I don't know what, I think he's cardinal fire. Well, in any event, I could be wrong about that. But anywho, we, we got a lot of fire in us and we did and we made up and it was wonderful. So this is the shirt that he picked out and it's a silk shirt with pink in it and gold and pink and, and, and red and gold are really manifestation colors. And I saw this, I love to wear silk. That's why you see the scarves and all that when I'm doing these live streams because in any healership, silk is just such a high vibrational material. And it also helps me not take on the suffering of the world because that's not my job. My job is to be aware of it so that I can help uplift it, but not to take it on. My job is not to fix it because it's not broken. My job is to radiate compassion and insight to it. And we all have that job, really. And so I was like, oh, dad, I'm going to wear this for the new moon ignition. I mean, delighted. Talk about occasions for delighted. Like, talk about coming full circle. So I'm 57. So 41 years later, I'm 16 years old to now, him picking it out and me just being delighted by it. And they, I dropped them off to go to the airport earlier today, hugging them at American Airlines after we went, went to breakfast to what is now their favorite place called First Watch. It's very delicious food. If you like that kind of food, I like delicious, healthy food. And, um, and really feeling the fullness of them coming across the world. And I have to thank my brother, Michael, for paying for my parents and hotel rooms for him and his wife and my dad and Becky, because my house was going to be filled with my ex-fiance and the kids. And, and that was not to be so... Thank you for all of that wonderfulness. And thank you for coming to get me through, which was a very difficult time. I don't, I can't sw switch flips, <laughs> switch flips, flip switches that quickly. And I had hordes of love around me, helping me to look into the life of my dreams, to be grateful for what I had, to see it in its actual truth. 
and to move forward with so much lightness and love. And I am now in a place like the lion in this moment, 155, the new moon has just come in. I am accessing and directing the creative life force energy, the infinite, unconditionally loving divine force through me to you all and everyone and everything in service to my vibrant health, sustainable happiness, prosperity plus, and the world, especially yours, dear, wonderful, amazing person. This brings this to a conclusion. Live long and prosper, as Mr. Spock would say. I keep thinking that the whole time. Love, power, and new moon in Leo, trining Jupiter and Aries. Blessings. Mwah.